Hey everyone, it's Verilyn from the Absurd Thought Club, and today I'm answering one of the most important questions. What is the ideology and philosophy behind the Absurd Thought Club? So, sit down, listen, take this episode as the first draft of the Absurd Thought Club's manifesto. Alright, I'm just gonna dive right into it. So, get ready, and I'm excited for y'all to listen. I feel like it's really important to define things, especially through every episode. I've just kind of been asking people what their passions are, and then within that, asking them to break it down a little bit more. So one episode was, what is photography? Why do you want to be a photographer? Another episode, sex education. What is sex? Define sex. How does it manifest within itself? What is greatness? why do you want to be great (laughs) you know all of these ideas all of these questions are really important to ask i know that for me when i was 17 this entire journey began for me through understanding that nothing mattered (laughs) quite honestly i was one of the biggest nihilists that i knew i was a nihilist i started digging into absurdism started realizing okay if you sleep on the floor then you have no bed to fall off of and you know, it's not necessarily depressing. I think that the association between nihilism and depression and sadness is is far too often misconstrued to be closer than it really is. You know, some of, honestly, in my opinion, some of the happiest, most, you know, well-functioning people that I know are nihilists. (laughs) Like, they understand that nothing matters within, within the world that, you know, within their reality. So that's just what it is for them. But within that, you know, being a person who grew up in faith, this longing for something more, something outside of myself has always been innate. I need to have something outside of myself. I know that for me specifically and personally. So through absurdism, through nihilism, I started kind of digging into different philosophies, ideologies, different things that I could kind of latch myself onto and nothing really quite stuck. You know, nihilism was really the only thing or absurdism was really the only thing that really consistently showed itself to be true to me. And honestly, I'm really grateful for going through that entire era of feeling that, you know, quote unquote nothingness, because it really allowed me to sit in my nothingness. It allowed me to ask so many questions. Who am I? What do I want? (laughs) What do I want to eat? Why do I want to eat that? You know, what do I want to do? What hobbies do I want? So niggas started having to get hobbies, bro. And that's real. That is very real, especially during the pandemic. I needed a hobby. I I've always been a musician, so I was making music and then I got into, you know, a community of musicians and artists. And so we started hosting events or I would go to the events and then I started helping host some of the events and it became an entire thing. So that was a beautiful journey. And that was the first time I really discovered I could be passionate about something. So shout out GFM. Passion became what i call my my first awakening that was my first awakening to realize okay so i join these different organizations i'm helping plan and 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 execute these events so i found my first passion outside of music outside of the organizations that i joined once i got to college 
you know, I, I learned that I had to actually start taking care of myself for the first time. I had to actually start exercising every morning and eating the right things and not smoking weed every day and going to parties on the weekend. You know, it was it was a a rebirth. I had my first shedding of my skin, the first layer peeled back. <laughs> So when the second semester hit, I was like, damn, I need money. <laughs> and there was this competition that popped up. And it was, you know, first prize 5K. And I was like, I can win this. Like, I can win this. So I entered the competition with a friend, went through the entire process. And so the competition was built around building a company. I built a company, had the entire ideation phase, lost the competition, starved myself got no sleep throughout the entire thing really committed to it or what i thought was commitment at the time what commitment looked like so a few weeks later i got accepted into a entrepreneurship program over the summer and that was life-changing that was the second realization of me realizing what my passions were so business and entrepreneurship became a real passion for me you know niggas got lit i was like damn like i really like this and so that's what i'm i'm kind of doing right now is is building these ideas out and finding different ways to solve problems basically and so over the summer got my stuff together stopped smoking started exercising started eating the right things for my body and it's been lit ever since so where the absurd thought club comes in is from my first company that i built and got incorporated which was black absurdity black absurdity was a record label that i started for myself as a musician i was like i understand business so i'm learning business let me get into it and da da da, da. so the whole thing kind of happened and then i realized just through the entire process i was like i don't think this is what i want this isn't the area of expertise that i need to be in right now and so then through building the company out another company out over this summer i started really just understanding like dang like this critical process this thought of critically thinking has allowed me to realize what my passions were and has allowed me to find hobbies through thinking and analyzing different situations so what do i really want to do i want to critically think I want to ask questions and I want to get better at asking questions. So I started the podcast and I started the Absurd Thought Club because I wanted to get better at asking questions. So I started posting on my story every day, asking my followers, asking my friends, asking the homies questions like, what do you think about love? And why do your friendships help you get through your day? Or, you know, just random stuff. I was just asking questions, to be honest. And then through that, I was like, you know what? Um, I want to really just start interviewing people. I know a bunch of really fucking passionate people that do amazing things in their lives. And I want to ask them about that. I want to ask them about that critical thought process behind it. The expectation on critical thought is that it's an academic exercise. That, you know, you need to have read x amount of books or gotten a degree from you know certain university or college or you know talked to certain people or been in the right spaces but in reality critical thought is a muscle that we all have we all can critically think 
we just have to practice it. It's a muscle that we have to work out and stretch over time. So asking questions, leaning into our questions, leaning into our curiosity, leaning into our contradictions and seeing the different places where we fall short is important. So that's where critical absurdity comes in. Critical absurdity is a more airy and irreverent approach to critical thought. How we're able to think, how we're able to question, we question the small things, we question the random, the absurd, the mundane, and we allow ourselves to feel that, we allow ourselves to sit in that. I grew up as a person who was told, Verlin, you talk too much, you ask too many questions, just sit down, just chill out, you're thinking too much, when in reality, those thoughts need to be fostered they need to be nurtured and taken care of and and leaned into and that's the space that i'm curating that's the space that i want to have for the absurd thought club so the design ethos that exists right now the words the visuals the art the conversations shout out asia for putting me onto this but this design ethos that i've been thinking about Everything fostered around the Absurd Thought Club is funneled through these three words. Abstract, warmth, and beauty. Every visual, every conversation, everything associated to the Absurd Thought Club is going to be warm, abstract, and beautiful. So why warm? First of all, warm, I want it to feel comforting. When I critically think, when I talk to my friends, when I ask questions, it's a comforting experience. It's very empirical. It's, it's safe. It's secure. It's warm. It's home. It's where I lean into the most comfortably. So warmth. I want everyone to feel comfortable. And then the second word, abstract. When you think about abstract art, you think about, you know, various paintings and color variations and structures and textures and shapes. I want it to be incorporating of the senses. Any way that our senses can be incorporated and stimulated, I want it to be. So if it's a circle, everything is cyclical. So trust and believe there will be many circles. <laughs> There will be much orange, <laughs> very much orange. I love orange. I think that it's one of the most ironic and humorous colors out there. And yellows, browns, burgundies, reds, warm colors. Again, warm colors. But warm colors are also very abstract to me. Incorporating some blues and some cool tones. That is abstraction that is is randomness it's absurdity i love abstraction and then as well the third word beauty what is beauty it's attraction it's alluring it's the thing that we feel the most comfortable exposing beauty is important it's inherent it's the way that we're able to relate to things. It's, it's when we see beautiful things, we feel more comfortable relating to them. We feel more comfortable divulging and, and we're interested in things that are beautiful. We're all beautiful. So why not lean into that? So those are the three words that I've decided are leading my design ethos right now. And I guess with this whole manifesto, it's the first draft, this will change. 
And shit, maybe even every three episodes, I'll just update the manifesto and 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 roll with it like that. Shoot, I think that'll be cool. And um, honestly, there isn't much more to say. But I'm really excited. I'm really grateful if you're listening to this. Thank you. I'm excited to see how this is gonna grow. This is the first first draft of the manifesto, the audio manifesto, <laughs> and it's gonna get lit. It's gonna get even better. So. I'm excited. I know that you're excited. And I'm excited to continue on this journey with you. So let's get it going. All right.